Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy and my, with me as always, the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Green. Hey everybody, how are you? I was going to say my co-host as usual. Which you could say not, that. Yeah, but it's not what I normally say. <laughs> but you could still say okay, it. I know I could have. <laughs> but that's what threw me. My brain was like, no, that's not what you say. <laughs> yeah, it's not what you do. No, no. That's okay. Yeah, it was weird. We're allowed to change it a little bit. You could think. <laughs> you could think. So, we're here for the penultimate two episodes of Ultraman Leia. Yes. Uh, and this one, the first one we're talking about. Oh, by the way, how are you today, Pat? It's nice. It's, it's cold. cold. It's cold as, as robot butts, out, butts there. out there. Yeah, but when I looked it up, because my mother had asked... She's like, what is that in Celsius? I said, I don't know, below zero. Oh, yeah. Because it was in the 20s. I'm like, 32 is zero, so it's below zero. I, I don't know yeah. what that means. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the quickest way to do Celsius, I can't. I don't think you can do it by, I don't think it works the reverse way, but the quickest way to go from Fahrenheit to Celsius is double it and add 30. Yes. Which is the funniest thing, because it's not exact. No, but, but it's close. it was a joke from the Bob and Doug McKenzie album that they were like, oh, in order to convert from metric to imperial, you just go double it and add 30. So when the weatherman says it's going to be five degrees, you double it, it's 10 and add 30, it's 40, old 40 degrees. And it is. Yeah. <coughs> so wait a minute. If I have to do, uh, they say the speed limit's 50, I could double it and that's 100. And then I can do 130 miles an hour. He goes, no, 130 kilometers an hour. It's like, wow, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> that one's not quite the same. <laughs> but <laughs> when when we were in Ireland, she's looking at all the speed signs and saying, how fast is that really? I said, I'm going it now. Yeah. What do you think it is? I don't know. Yeah. Because there, they don't have the miles per hour underneath because nobody uses miles oh, in Europe. Oh, yeah, it's... So why would you have it? Everything's kilometers. It's got to be the weirdest way to drive. Well, no, it's not because as soon as you're driving it, you're used to it. It says eighty, you go eighty. Right. You don't really go fast because you're not getting pulled over. Right. Then you're getting a real ticket. Yeah, because you don't know. (laughs) Yeah, but it doesn't feel like eighty, is what I'm saying. No, it doesn't feel like eighty. It's probably about different. It's a different eighty. Yeah. (laughs) It's like you know, fifties to new thirty. Exactly. We usually we're doing metric aging, man. Exactly. We usually stayed about five miles an hour under the speed limit. Right here, I'm going five miles an hour over the speed limit constantly. Yeah, ten minutes probably. Yeah. There, I was staying five kilometers under because I wasn't going to get a ticket right. as an American. Right. Because they were just going to say, "Oh, you're an American." <coughs> Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <coughs> um, okay. So we're going to talk first about Terror of the Saucer Race series, the giant bird saucer attacks Japan's archipelago. Right. And I had the great bird attacks the Japanese islands. Just different translations right. of the same stuff. It's fine. So, uh, 3 7 1975. Okay. What, what I love is when they were like, the monster is coming and it will arrive on this date. And you're like, wow, very accurate. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. And I was like, this has got to take place on the 7th. And I knew you would tell it right, right away. I'm like, okay, right. that's, that's basically what it is. It's uh, going to get here today. <laughs> Masataki Yamamoto is our director. Uh, Bunzo 
uh, Wakasuki is our screenplay writer. 10% viewer rating on this one. Okay, it's about where it's floating it's now. it's pretty good. It's a, it's pretty <sighs> decent. Like, I didn't think so. No? I I'll, I'll tell you what I... There's, I thought there was a lot of good stuff in this. But anyway, Black Directive prophesizes the death of Ultraman Leo and the end of Japan. And he then sum- summons Satan more to Earth. Um, right. Now, <laughs> fine. <laughs> okay, fine. But Right, right. I love that the it's got flashing strobe lights for no apparent reason on it. Because planes have flashing strobe lights, don't birds? Don't birds have <laughs> flashing bird strobe planes? lights? <laughs> what I really liked about the monster, what it really irks me is it didn't have a standing up form. I thought it was going to, I didn't think it was just going to be a flying monster all the time. I thought they would have had a guy in a suit. It would have made sense. But then when I saw that it was just a flying monster, I'm like, you know what? Now they don't need more than just one prop. Right. And it's, yeah, it's also a money saver and uh, it's different. True. It's not just a guy in a suit. Okay, fine. Uh, and the other the other thing I saw was they had the, to as we spoil the thing, they had the smaller ones, yeah. which were exactly the same smaller model. Right. I think so. I, I think the little, the little guys were, I don't I know. I mean, they I didn't need a suit actor for the suit. They didn't need to build a suit. Right. It was or, all just. It was, it was all, all just, just a giant marionette. On strings well, that you no, could see flying it around. definitely two models because there was the one that was huge that interacted with the guy in the Leo suit. Right. And, and the there small were the little guys that were pecking people to death. Well, see, the problem like, is... come on. <laughs> the, the, yeah, they were smaller. So, yeah, they'd have to have two different types of models. But yeah. basically the same I mean, yeah, kind of the same principle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And the, the thing that drove me the most nuts, A... Bird never flapped a wing at all once. Well, it's an anti-gravity bird, clearly. Obviously. It came from space. (laughs) It came from space. But to both shoot lasers out of its eyes. Yeah, yeah. And then shoot missiles out of its beak. Which was great. Because it opened up and saw the tube. And it was like, like, oh, okay. (laughs) Good to know where that is. I I, I just want to... Who is the dog I barking I don't at? know who he's barking at, unless he's still barking at me. No, there's no one downstairs. I don't understand. Unless, how does an alien bird shoot from its mouth and It's a robot. Uh, it looks like a robot. It's a big metal bird. Okay. I, I, uh, These are saucer creatures, so they're obviously some sort of cyborg something or other. Sure. So like we, sure, I, I, I realized that last night when I saw that, and I thought it was cool, and I went, and yet, yet we complained last week that you could see the thing where this fire comes out of the monster. I think we owe that monster an apology. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. But, but <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but again, we want to say that this is the 48th episode of Ultraman Leia, and the right. ninth episode in the Terror of the Saucer Ray series. Yes. Um, then we meet Hiroshi. Uh, we Jigen runs into Hiroshi, someone right. we used to work with at, uh, at the, the sports center. center. Yeah, right. Um, we've never seen this man before, nor his girlfriend. Nope. Um, and nope. then we get into the uh, brownest fight scene we've ever seen. Well, the way I went th- with it is they put a sepia tint on it because it was supposed to be three the years past, ago. Yeah. Right. The past, the memory, the three years ago. And right. I'm like, okay, fine. I guess. Yeah. It, it, sure. 
I mean, I've seen worse. Otherwise, you would have been like, like, wait, why is he fighting this guy now? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All you have to have is your attention drift for three <laughs> seconds, and this show will bamboozle you. <laughs> uh, so, um, the two the two are kind of friendly, um, even though that uh, Hiroshi broke up with his girlfriend to go take pictures. Right. Because you can't, as we all know, Pat, it's well established, you can't be a photographer and have a girlfriend. <laughs> the way they explained it, and you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But the way they Every explained The photographer it, I knew in college had a girlfriend, so they had somebody to take pictures of naked. Right. That was the whole point of having a girlfriend. I know. But the way they explained it is... The whole point of having a camera. <laughs> every, every advance of technology... It's to show women. It's naked. to show people naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The That's why your phone painting. screens have gotten bigger. That's right. It's to show more. Well, oh, I'm sorry. This is a pornography machine now. Great. It sure is. <laughs> like, like everything. Hey, you know uh, this email thing is great. Do you think we could attach pictures of naked ladies to it? My Joe Figure Johnson, out. you're a genius. <laughs> We need faster internet speed so I can download uh, Christy Turlington gifts in like even faster, even faster. <laughs> oh. But it, what they were saying is that he was so selfish, right? Yeah, that he I, couldn't make time to be with her. He was I get the point. Dedicated to his photography, and like you very well said, you're dedicated to your photography. You want to take pictures of your cute girlfriend in scantily clad clothes to be able to sell them to other people. <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> have her friends come also be scantily clad. <laughs> Pat invents OnlyFans in 1974. Exactly. Oh God. Oh. Well, I was just watching that uh, Pam and Tommy series on Hulu. I've not seen it, but yeah. Apparently, you start to become real sympathetic towards Pamela Anderson. Yes. Yes. They they really do push the sympathy of Pamela Anderson. Yeah. That, you know, yes, the tape was stolen, and yes, it should not have been shown right. before they approved it to be shown. Right. But it hit her harder than it hit Tommy. Right. Because Tommy Lee is just whatever. He's like, you know. He didn't care by that point. He was richer than rich. Right. She was trying to become a real star right. and they kind of show that it did sort of well, stop yeah, it. Of I mean that, that barbed of, wire didn't help of it. course <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a terrible movie but it's not what you'd call a great movie right but, right. Um, but anyway um, so the two converse friendly enough and then Gen goes to see his friend's photo Thanks. exhibition on the 12th floor of like a 50 story building right so that's why you have stuff like that. Where I mean, else? Japan, I don't know. Maybe when you that go is... to see an art exhibit, even in the city, yeah, you're either going to see it in an art studio, right, which they rented out to the guy, yeah, sure, or you're going to see it in a regular building that has an art exhibit in it, which is where I went. I'm like, I've been to enough buildings where there's an art exhibit in the building itself, right? right, right. right. Okay. Whatever. I mean, usually yeah. for me, I ignore them because I don't really go above the basement often. <laughs> <laughs> That's metaphorically and physically. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so then he meets Atsuko, Hiroshi's old girlfriend, at that um, 
at that exhibit. Uh, exhibit. But what I thought was great is as he's walking to the exhibit, the guy in the trench coat like literally appears behind him. He's like, oh, I'm going to kill Ultraman. Like, yes. Why didn't you shoot him right there? <laughs> you could have you could have hit him with a big rock. I thought that same thing. <laughs> if you're that close, you don't have to rely on all these other schlubs that you've gotten to do your dirty work for you. I could I could bring another ineffective monster. <laughs> yeah, that's a better plan. <laughs> you're right there. Yeah, literally, you you're could have just hit him with the back like a giant stick. And we know that Gen can be injured because we've seen it. Right. <laughs> right. So okay, fine. Um, and then uh, she reveals, of course, that she has gotten married and has a, the fake child that she's currently. Wasn't holding. a fake child. It was an well, actual at child. At first, I think it was a fake child because the way she's holding it, the head is lolling backwards, like. <laughs> yes. When they showed pictures of the actual child, and then you're like, that "Oh, was stock footage." And then they cut right back to a scene where the kid is face visible, and I'm like, "Or not? <laughs> okay." They, they had. In this episode, they had enough <laughs> stock footage where you could say, okay, they saved money here, they saved money here, they saved yeah, money there. Yeah. And then they had to have an actual child, which is a nightmare from everything you've ever heard working with children and animals are nightmares. This kid seemed real docile, like, we're going to wrap you up in this thing. Kids like, fine, I'm yeah. on that. <laughs> That's basically all they look for in kids is not cry. Right. We'll make you cry when we have to, yeah. but just don't cry. We'll add that. We'll, we'll, we'll add the sound. We're in Japan. We're cry. We'll give you a crying post. It's fine. Um, so, but then I was like, "Oh, it's how is that not? Wow, that's crazy." So yes. you know, then the um, uh, Satan more approaches and it shrugs off missile attacks. Of course, because that's what you would do as yep. a monster, yep, yep. and it makes its way to Tokyo, where again Atsuko and uh, Hiroshi are. And then it attacks, and it sends little little versions of himself down to uh, yeah, like pack out people, right? And somehow, and this is again where I get confused. <laughs> I understand you're going to see the missiles hitting the animal, the right. monster. Right. So again, knows okay. Now there's missiles happening. I've got to go do something. Yeah, but somehow he knew that the other birds were actually attacking people. Um. How? Uh, From the 12th floor? Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Ultra science. Ultra, ultra vision. Okay, yeah, sure. sure. Yep. <laughs> so, okay, that's fine. Uh, so, it, Hiroshi starts running away and then knocks the kid down with his bike and Gen and Hiroshi get into another fight. Right. And he's like, dude, you gotta get your... your become, like, become a human being again, man. Yes. You gotta... And, yes. of course, the monster starts smacking into the building. Welcome to the strongest building in Japan. <laughs> Not only the strongest building in Japan, but the worst model yes. of a building but that we've seen in a long time. Let's face it. They had to have something that the guy in the suit could actually hold up. Yes. As it was crumbling. Yes. And I, I, I give them that. I give them that every yeah. day of the week, and they have to have it crumble in just the right way. Right, right. Not arguing. You don't have a spare building in the back that when you hit your model into, oh. it's not going to just shake a thousand ways to Sunday, because in Japan, things are built earthquake-proof. And they will shake, because they move with the earth. Man. Ah. <laughs> it's very accurate. 
So all I could think of is like, oh, they're going to kill a baby in this episode. I was afraid of that as well. I was very afraid of You're that. You're like, oh, God, all bets are off. They're going to kill a baby. <laughs> oh, God. What's the age limit on how they're going to kill somebody? Exactly. They kill a little girl a couple weeks ago. I was just like, oh, no. Uh, so uh, I, I like the monster design. Um, I didn't like the monster design okay. in the least. Okay. It was an obvious model, which I'm okay with. Yeah, that's... I, I don't mind them hey, having... Pat, I don't know how to tell you this, but Ultraman Leia was a guy in a suit. Is it real? Yes. <laughs> Darn it, I told you it was... This is not a, do- <laughs> this is not not a documentary. <laughs> I... Pre- <coughs> seeing the costumes that they've put on people in this series... Yes. Oh, yeah. They're awful. They're leotards with a mask. Okay, <laughs> fine. some furry boots. Furry boots, Whatever. I don't know where they got this bird model. Right. Um, if they had to build it? Of course they built it. Okay. But it looked awful. Okay. Me. I liked it. I okay. thought it was pretty decent. I mean, it's hard to do a bird model. It's hard to do it like just a marionette attack because you're severely limited in what your guy does. He can fly and he can headbutt you. And that that's about stuff. it. And shoot stuff. <laughs> because but that's he's gotta fly away further. Fine. Okay. Like, uh, I said, okay, so they didn't kill the baby. They're just right. going to make him an orphan because somebody takes the kid. Well, it's Hiroki, the, the photographer, actually tries not, to not save. Not from the building. No, the woman runs out of the building. No, she does not keep that kid. Somebody, she's like, take my baby, take my baby. And some rando is like, all right, let me grab this kid. Runs him out of the building and then leaves him on the steps. Yes. Yes, that's it. You know what? You're right. What the hell, Japan? <laughs> I blame I, the whole country. Blame the whole country. You're not wrong. But then the guy... Hey, look, I just said I'd get him out of the building. i got to go. <laughs> so all she told me to do is get him out of the building. He's out of the building. He's yeah. on, right on I the side. But he's right here. So, you know, like when you find a lost mitten and you put it on a lamppost, and you're it's like, right surely they'll see this. <laughs> Somebody will hear this kid crying yeah. soon. Yeah, he's in a white thing. Someone will see him. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I know, you're not wrong. People. You're 100% not wrong. Folks, <laughs> what are we doing? But when Hiroki actually picks up the kid, mm. kid obviously is trying. Somehow, as Leo is trying to do things, he hears the kid crying. Sure. Again, ultra hearing. We've got ultra sight, we've got ultra hearing. Just like anytime somebody from the ground talks to ultra, any of the ultras, yeah, how? You're not going to hear them. Yeah, yeah. Ultra man, it's so it's so good. You know that? And he'd be up there like, going, "Why you can't? I can't. I can't hear a thing." I, ultra lip reading's really hard at this distance. That's one of my favorite things from Shazam, is when the bad guy is trying to give his speech. Freddie's like, "I got. I don't You're know. A what mile that. away. This cars. I got nothing. All right. Heck with this. I'm just going to go and beat your brain. Right. Are you talking? <laughs> Are you talking? Giving some bad guy speech right now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So now I'm like, I'm thinking, all right, so now they're going to kill Hiroshi with puncture wounds. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) And he just reveals to Hiroshi, like, I'm Ultraman. Like, transforms in front of them. Right. Hiroshi's like, oh, that's the deal. Okay, cool. Now that makes sense somehow. Sure. Yeah. I don't get it either. Exactly. Exactly. Doesn't make a lot of, like I said, a lot of this episode 
didn't make a lot of sense. Now, obviously, I'm not a five-year-old child. Not a ten-year-old child. Right. But a lot of it didn't make sense. A lot of it is, can we do this? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, good we enough. Can, we can riddle this photographer with puncture wounds. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back. We got extra blood in the back, right, John? Yeah, we got plenty. Don't worry about it. It's like one weird guy mixing up blood. Oh, we got a lot of blood. Oh, how much you need? But I was thinking just a couple, like three, four gallons. No, not nearly that. Not, not even a little, not even close to that. One gallon is going to be way more than enough. Yeah. All right, I got it. I suppose. I mean, I got it if you need it, just so you know. Uh, and as the monster breaks the building. Right. Oh, they, and then they tell you, oh, by the way, if the building falls, right. tens of thousands of people in the subway will be affected, which is far too expensive to show you right now. <laughs> That's exactly where I You have I to went. trust this. You have to trust the Subway is right there. It's packed in the hills with people. Packed. Not that Subway might not go to that stop because there's an attack. Might go a different way. No, they're saying no. from people evacuating via the Subway. Sure. Fastest way to get people out of the area, I guess? No. No. Sorry. I don't know how good the Japanese subway system it is. would still not do it. After 9-11, there's, there's a train station that was right there. Yeah. They didn't let people go near it for years. No, I know. So, I mean, you could go three blocks in every direction. But here's but the, the problem. Go ahead. Japan is riddled with holes and From monsters. giant monsters. <laughs> so, like, fair. You fair. don't really have a choice. <laughs> like... These monsters drink giant holes all just over. all over every place. Again, when I was a child, I assumed that Japan was riddled with giant holes. The giant sponge, on them. right? Like I just assumed, like man, there would be giant tunnels every place. <laughs> Not even contemplating that. Like even though I knew that the monster movies were fake, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just assumed that, like, well, maybe they're. Maybe everybody knows there's giant holes. And so this, this is just, a, oh, this is how we got the giant holes, like the story. <laughs> stupid boy, stupid boy. So I was surprised when I met Chinese people and they didn't look like the people in the Shaw Brothers movies <laughs> with the long ponytail. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't speak out of sync with their own mouths. <laughs> Which was weird. It's very strange. We were watching, last night we were trying to watch uh, Battle of the Gargantuas. Oh, War of the Gargant- Where's that? War of the Gant- it was on. Um, oh God, why can't I think of it? Rich Kaza's show. The um, oh, Svengulli, son of Svengulli. Yeah, nice. Svengulli. Yeah, that's a movie. I saw that in the movies. I know I saw it in reruns. Yeah, but I was watching it, and I, Zach's sitting there watching it with me, and he's going, "This is obviously Japanese." Oh, that's awful video right there. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, the, the, it's terrible video. The, yeah. Get over it. Some of, yeah, some of their stuff's going to not be looking good, especially the, any any print that's shown on Svengulli isn't going to be super awesome. Right. Um, I think I own that on DVD. But he he wanted to know where the subtitles were. Mm. I'm like, you know, but I've never actually seen this movie with subtitles. Oh, I've always see. seen it dubbed. Oh, oh I don't want to watch it again. Oh, okay. I've seen it enough times that I kind of know. So say I want it to you, but be super careful with it because the set is out of print and stupid expensive. I've it's on a set with Rodan of all things. Oh. Yeah, see? see, now you got me. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, I yeah, I was one of those things where I'm like, oh, maybe I'll sell this, and I 
and find I was out like, how oh, much it's worth. Well, how much it's worth, but there's no Blu-ray to upgrade it to. Ah, yeah. so you got to keep what you got until you can get better. Right. I got gotcha. you. Fair there's enough. certain bunch of like non-Godzilla Toho movies that are not upgraded. That have not yeah. been upgraded in America. I got gotcha. you. There's been like four different Blu-rays in Japan. Like, hey, we made it better again. Hey, we did a better scan. Hey, we did. And you're like, can I get one? Yeah. One would yeah, be just great. One just one. <laughs> Don't charge me five hundred dollars. Also that. Right. Also that. <laughs> I would prefer something in the twenty dollar range. That'd be fine. I spent twenty dollars on dumber crap then. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The hundred percent. I have spent more money on worse crap in my life than, oh, than a Blu-ray of War of the Gargantuas. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have you seen? Uh, did you see the prequel to that? Uh, Frankenstein conquers the world. Might have. It's great. I'm not. It's one of my favorite non non Godzilla Toho uh, movies. Okay. Okay. Saw that in the theater too. There used to be a revival theater up in Booton. Okay. And I know I didn't see that. I I took my wife there when we were started dating, and I was like, "Come on, we're going to see monster movies on the big screen." She's like, "Oh, fine." And then we got. (laughs) What she went? (laughs) Not only only did she go, but like I think the first one we saw was the first Gamera revival. And she was like, that was fantastic. And I was like, I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) She watched it and liked it. There you go. Yes. There you go. (laughs) Yes. So, okay. Uh, And then, okay, so we get to see the bird flying around the room. Which, okay, is a marionette. You just about see the strings. Yeah. Which... Okay, fine. fine. They made this guy gray to try to hide the strings, yeah. but you could still kind of see. Them. Sure. Knocks into the building a couple times, finally gets it to fall. Yeah. Wasn't the whole point that we didn't want the... Big- Everybody's no, no, gone already. On, Everybody's on, gone already. Efficient sh- subway. <laughs> Efficient public transportation <laughs> is the key, is the motto of this episode. <laughs> we got everybody out. And then... Gen blows him up quick. Right. Like, he may not look great, but he blows up real good. He blows up really good. <laughs> we got more propane in the back. Bring it up. Bring it up. <laughs> he, 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 like, Leo hits him. He flies into a cluster of buildings and just annihilates the city block. <laughs> right. Right. Because there's not a subway a block away. Oh, no, no, no. No, they're far not. past that. Being in Manhattan, that... Happens all the time. They're but no, no, no. They're far past that. They're way outside. <laughs> One second we're worried about the, the subway. Next minute and a half later, everything's fine. It's all yeah. good. Things go up. And our problem. narrator tells us, and thanks to Ultraman Leo, thousands of lives have been saved. And I face it. Yes, and billions of yen of property damage have ensued. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> But hey, Otsuka's alive. That's great. And it's hard to run in a kimono. So that's something. Oh, God. She's like, no. She's like, a little petite little running. And so she sees that Hiroshi's dead. And like, it was pretty beat. And I really got to say, do you think that canal could use a safety rail? Just a little bit. I saw that as well. I'm like, standing on a canal pretty decently high and not a rail anywhere to How many people seen. you think just wandered drunk into that over the years? Like, dozens? Easy? Easy. Easy dozens. 
Whatever. <laughs> That's fine. Nobody's yeah. gonna fall down there if they yeah. do. They're drunk anyway. Who yeah, cares? Yeah, exactly. It's just uh, some drunk. It's fine. So then, Black Directive calls for the one that could possibly be strong enough to shatter the Earth itself, Nova. Um, so let's talk about uh, Satan more. Go ahead. That's a statement. That's a new sentence. Let's talk about Satan more, Pat. <laughs> Boy, the devil. <laughs> gee whiz. Good golly gee. Oy. Okay. Um, let's see. 15,000 tons. Uh, no height because he doesn't. You're fine. Up. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. First and last appearance um, is this. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of does. Yeah. Um, it is designed as based on a woodpecker. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the Concorde. Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah, see? That makes sense then, because the Concorde would have been the new exciting plane to look at. Yeah. I gotcha. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know what... Okay, this may make, this may make sense to someone... The size of the black battleships in the anime TV show Ultraman Ultra Dengenki were similar to Satan Mora's size. That's no help. <laughs> well, if you happen to have watched that cartoon, they're giving you, hey, it's about that size. Yeah, no, now, it's no help to me. It. How's that? Does that, does that have, no toys have been made of this doofy monster. I can see why not. That's clear. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't expect one. And I wouldn't even put this guy in an ultra-ran no. series. Unless <coughs> unless you reckon it's that this is their ship. That all the ultra-ran monsters, the League of Ultra-Rans, flies around in. Okay. That's yeah, not what, bad, I can right? buy that. That's not I bad. Quickly, you got to get to the Satan more. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <coughs> all right. So, uh, coming up after the break... The Terror of the Sorcery series, The Red Assassin Who Beckons Death. Yeah, the Red Assassin that brings death is yeah. how I had it. But well, he's really, yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody got killed. No. There's a lot of beckoning. A lot of, a lot of beckoning. And we'll be back right after this. Hey, guess what? We're back, and we have one more episode of Ultraman Leo this week. The Terror of the Saucer Race series, The Red Assassin Who Beckons Death, episode 49 of Ultraman yes. Leo. When did it come out again? Oh, it would be uh, March 14th. There you go. St. Patty's Day. Right now. Isn't it always the 14th? 17th. Is it really? Yes, Why it really is. the 14th. I don't know. Might be something. My mother's birthday. Oh, see? That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. I knew that's what you were doing. That's the nice of it to do that for your mom. That's great. <laughs> Dear Subaraya Productions. Thank you for putting Thank this you so much for this giant <laughs> Tokusatsu spectacular. <laughs> and anyone who thinks that I am making up a character, no, that's past mom. <laughs> She's got a very thick brogue she always has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not going away. That's, 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 no. that's baked in. Now that she's actually living back there, it, it has gotten even worse. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, so anyway, uh, it's the 49th episode of Ultraman Leo, the 10th episode in the Terror of the Sorcery series. Uh, Masutaka Yamamoto is our director. Bunpei Ai is our screenplay writer. Uh, Toru mourns his losses and finds a Tadutaru Bozu. 
unaware that it is really Nova in disguise. That's a great TV guide synopsis. That's perfect. Yeah. Now, did you look up what a Terra Terra Bozu was? Uh, we, I did. Yeah, we did that when there was a Terra Terra Bozu in that episode of Ultraman Orb. I know you're looking at me like, yeah, <laughs> like I wouldn't remember that. <laughs> nope. But I remember when we were watching Ultraman Orb, and you were like, where did this thing come from? I'm like, dude, we're watching Ultraman Leo. It's in Ultraman Leo. And we were very excited. And finally it happened. And it was long enough that I forgot. There you go. Okay. <laughs> go ahead, I completely uh, forgot. Tell, tell us what it is, Pat. Terra Terra Bozu is a thing made of paper or cloth to bring good weather or get rid of bad weather there you go. in Japan. I'm like, okay, good enough. And it like basically it. looked like the little white thing that the kid yeah. was carrying around. Yep. Which is fine. Also, cheap suit. Cheap it was suit. super cheap. Because all you had to do was have a little red cape over him and whatever his arm flappy part yeah. was. Red curtains, black curtains, big Perfect. red head. Perfect. Done. Right. So, um, yeah, the first off, let's 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 let big shout out to the miniature crew on this episode. The miniatures were uh, very well done just in this episode. Lovely. That I give them. Yeah. Now, like you said, the cheapest of possible suits. Yeah. I mean, short of the Lycra. <laughs> <laughs> but I love when they when it ships for, it shoots to the planet, it just spins and it's like wee. <laughs> 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 Yep, he just ballet dances his way through space. <coughs> um, uh, there's a lot of shooting stars that night, and uh, and they say if Tara's adopted sister, yeah, she's right. like, oh, if you wish on it before it hits the ground, your wish will come true. Okay, and then, sure, right, and so everybody in the house is like, hey, um, you got to get your schoolwork done tomorrow. It's bring your parents to work day, right, and or bring your parents to school day, and. Oh, you feel so bad for Toru. Like, you forget that he's an orphan once in a while. But isn't his <coughs> sister also the same orphan? Her the- sister's dead, dude. Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> he's got this is the nobody. Got nobody. Even no his way. adoptive parents of the cop and his wife were killed four episodes four later. Episodes like, yeah, yeah, not wrong. This kid hasn't had any stability this whole series. <laughs> You're not wrong. Like if he could grew up to be a maniacal like, anything, you could not well adjusted person, you'd go, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> That's true. Sure. sure. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. So I, I'm like, um, I, I was like, I kind of want to see him in another series. I mean, if we're gonna bring back Bach and all, <laughs> might as bring well have him show up. Bring back to I could see that. And if you figure he was. 10-ish in the yeah. 70s, he'd yeah. be 60. Right. You could bring a 60-year-old guy and say, he's Toru, and everybody's going, okay, okay. Yeah, sure. <coughs> I'd like to see, since next year will be an anniversary year for Ultraman Leo, I believe. Okay. Um. Yeah, because it started in 74. So you could bring him back as sure. a one-off. Let's see some, yeah, let's have Gen and Leo show back up. Gen, maybe not so much. Should it be... 80 easy, maybe and, 90. And, and uh, the guy, Susumu Kurobi from 66, isn't still showing up and like beta capsuling his way through the Fair Ultraman point. franchise. Fair point. It's like, Fair hey point. guys, it's still me. I can function. You know, like, <laughs> I I'm, can move it up. <laughs> I'm still, 
I'm still hearty and hail. Hey, you go. Fair enough. <coughs> so, um, <laughs> just he starts singing this super depressing song. He's walking outside. Yes. Oh God, it's terrible. And again, this is going to be one of those Japanese doesn't really translate well songs. But oh God, was it ever depressing? <laughs> creepy. Uh, super creepy. Yeah. So yeah. then he finds the Terra Terra Bozu, which is the monster. Of course. Um, and then uh, he's like, oh, I'm going to hang out and say, like, listen, make it so bad weather tomorrow that bring your parents to school things canceled. Right. And I don't ever remember having a rain day in school. And I well, went to school in the 70s. Yeah, but Japan had typhoons. I mean, like... <laughs> I could see that going to school in a typhoon. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So what's uh, great about that is like 10 seconds later, um, it's, Gat is like, hey, I'll take you to school. And he's like, you will? And he's like, absolutely. Man. Completely forgets about everything. He goes on about his merry way. And then uh, we kill a wino. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because the wino later on that day. Sees the doll hanging from the limb and says, oh, I can hit that. Yeah. Tries to hit it, and the doll sprays what's supposed to be a poisonous red gas at right. him. And then he becomes a super wino. <laughs> well, then he just starts attacking everything. Right. Because somehow this gas makes people angry and attack. Great. Well, we've seen that I'm movie. Sure. I've seen that we've movie. Seen, we've seen uh, 28 Days Later. Sure. Exactly. It's a rage virus. Exactly. That's exactly where I was going. Um, and oh. so, uh, here's a question. Toru's, uh, we'll say, adoptive big sister at this right. point. She wore a Green Bay Packers sweatshirt. It looked like it. Right? It, it looked like it. Now, could it be any other sweatshirt? Because the G was wrong. So oh, it could be okay. any other team with the same sort of design, but okay. the G being different. Okay. Well, I thought maybe just it was a 70s design. And I it, was like, I okay. Think so? Like, I think she's wearing a Packers sweatshirt. How is like, okay? Well, that was the thing when the original girl in the dragon tattoo came out from Sweden. Yeah, in Swedish. Yeah, the girl was wearing an actual Yankees sweater. Okay. Said Yankees like straight across. And you're like, okay. So they have. I mean, they have them, but to put them in a movie is okay. I Maybe guess. it's like a. Well, that could also be like a. Like, hey, we want to be um, dressed like an American. Obviously, you need a sports shirt. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of too. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think uh, of. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Gen's like, yeah, come on, I'll go. So, they go home, and then the, uh, Toro's, Toro and Gen sing the Toro, the, uh, Terrible, Terrible the Terrible 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 uh, Bozo song. And uh, say, please make the weather good. And it's like, really? <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in the morning, it's reported that dozens of people with red chains have gone berserk. And I don't understand. And again, I understand it's alien science. So yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. But he sprays the red gas. Yep. And it becomes a red chain. Yep. It's got to be alien science that I just don't understand. Okay, fine. Right. So then, uh, Ayumi is uh, upset because because Gen has to lead to investigate. So. Toru's like, you know, sod all of you. I, I, I hate you all. Right. I'm going to sit on these swings until I die. And uh, then he runs in, he runs into the Terra Terra Bozu, and he's like, oh, you didn't make it rain. I'm going to cut your head off. And then it 
uh, goes onto ra- his yeah, shoulder. Yes, on his shoulder like an evil parrot, wraps its tendrils around his neck, and shows him illusions of his parents and little sister. Right. Cruel. Cruel. Not only cruel, but now it's supposed to also be controlling him somehow. And you're like, that, that somehow. Science. <laughs> My God. <laughs> That's the one thing I'm not particularly fond of this show. And it's fine. I get we got to use gas to control people. Okay, fine. Dude, have you seen the 60s Batman? There's gas in Every episode. Damn near every episode. I understand. I understand. Everybody knows how to manufacture some sort of sleeping gas or mind control gas or, you know, because anything. It's, it's the cheapest way to do it. <coughs> right. That's exactly right. what it is. It's, it's colored it. smoke. We can yeah. do this. <laughs> but I just find it very funny. You don't remember it until you've watched like 12 episodes in a row and you're like, a lot of gas. A <laughs> <laughs> lot of gas. <laughs> Uh, but then, as when the do- the when the mother breaks the spell from Toru, well, first God, you got to get to the point where uh, Toru's walking through town, just gassing people, right? And right. a phalanx of cops shows up, and they're going to shoot a ten year old boy. Pat, is that bad? Yeah, I'd say think that's bad. I think that's probably <laughs> not. These good. guys been watching a little too much Beretta, and like they're <laughs> shoot everything, ask like, questions later, <laughs> dude. They're just like, all right, man, let's line up. And I'm and Ken's like, that is a little boy. Yeah, you a holes. Yeah, <laughs> Stop. Let's not shoot the kid, please. Meanwhile, the one guy on the end's like, I could probably get that red thing on his head. Like, dude, <laughs> probably shoot that. That shouldn't be too bad. <laughs> Oh, good God. Like, <coughs> no. Yeah. No, you guys. So, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> so, M- Mizumi and uh, Sakiko arrive. Um, they run over to uh, confront Toru, avoiding the gas. And she's like, I'm very worried because I'm your mother. Yeah. Oh, they say, oh, I'm his mother and older sister. And the cops are like, oh, well, okay. Um, and then that snaps him of his possession. Right. And then Gen does the best flip I've ever seen. Yeah, of course. Yeah. In forever. Yeah. And attacks the doll from behind. Right. Knocking it off Toru's shoulder. Right. Because why not? Yeah, yeah. You don't see it, so you can attack it from behind. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And it embiggens. Yeah, of course it does. And oh my God, again, like you said, this is about as cheap a costume as you can get. Yep. Seriously, I mean, seriously. it works because it's uh, because of the because the original Territorial Bozu. What it is, yeah, because it, it's supposed to be a giant Territorial Bozu, which is not like a high ticket item, right? Why not have a nice cheap suit? Why wouldn't it look like that? Sure, yes, okay. And the city destruction in this is phenomenal, it's great. That's where I said, you know what, they phenomenal. saved money there, used it over there, yeah. I'm all good with that, exactly, exactly. Uh, uh, so the and the police did start to shoot at it before that. They're like, "Oh, great, something to shoot at!" <laughs> so it starts to spread poison gas all around town, right? And then the military attacks. Uh, Three barrel tanks. Yeah, yeah. Guys aren't messing around. You know, boss. I was thinking, yes, private general. If we got one tank that's got one barrel of gun on it, what about three? Lieutenant, you've got a great idea. <laughs> but I'm a private. 
Lieutenant, you've got yeah. a great idea, sir. <laughs> That's what we call a field promotion. Oh. And the movie would have freeze frame, and the guy would go, yeah, that's me. You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my God. So <coughs> he, he... And then the minute Leo actually zaps or bolts, throws a bolt at the monster. Yeah. It explodes. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Because it's got to be made of cloth or paper. But it can't be more than yeah. that. What I thought was great was when it gets big, it starts controlling the weather and it starts raining like this red rain. Oh, that good was stuff. excellent. Yeah, good that stuff. That was good stuff. That was good yeah. stuff. And the, the original battle that they had wasn't great because it wasn't, it was, yeah, it was a guy in a suit, yeah. but it wasn't his arm that came out of it. It was, it was kind of a balloony arm. Thing. Yeah. It's just fine. It's, it's, it's okay. It's, yeah, exactly. Look, I like I like the uh, I like the go ahead concept of the, the monster very, very much. much. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, gotcha. It's good stuff. I enjoyed it very much. Um, let's do a monster minute on our uh, territory. Terror on Nova. <clears throat> let's see here. Oopsie. Uh, uh, oh, we do have Aurora period. Appears like, yeah. There you go. Okay, fair enough. Um, first appearance are these two episodes of Ultraman Leo. Um, latest appearance, Ultraman Orb, episode 22, The Unmarked Cafe. Okay. Like I said, I do not remember that at all. <laughs> I think Which the guy is, running the cafe, if I'm not mistaken, is supposed to be Black Directive. Yeah, I think I remember that part. I remember right. Saying and he's that like, ah. And they were like, wait a minute, are you? And he's like, nah, that's a bygone thing. <laughs> he's something like he's some retired, you know? Like, <laughs> um, all right. Uh, sure. Sure. I'm not sure if I buy that, but okay. I just want to see if there's any trivia Go ahead. for this particular. And you wouldn't have had to actually make a doll because every Japanese kid knows how to make yeah, this doll. I would assume so. It so. wouldn't be that bad. Uh, it is a reused alien wolf roar, and he has 20,000 red chains underneath its body. So of course he does. Love, of course he does. I think that can only be the reaction that was necessary. Exactly. He's going to show up in Ultraman Mebius again. Okay. So when we just, get there. When you brace and yourself. And I'll forget it again. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Um, and yeah, so uh, this actually <laughs> has been released as a figure four times. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay, sure. I mean, some of them are like small little minifigures because okay. like, they'll, they'll stamp those out like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's. All right. Sure. Yeah, sure. It's a cheap figure. Cheap you can, figure. You can make yeah. it. Someone will pay you the five bucks. There you go. There you go. You've Fair made enough. your money. So, yeah, that's, uh, we're almost done. Yeah. Now, you said. We got one more. Next week, we're going to do. Well, people are listening, going to be listening to this out of order. So, next week will be the Ultraman, for the people listening, will be the Ultraman Leo finale. Ah, okay. I gotcha. For us recording it, we'll be recording something different. I gotcha. I won't even say but that. as yeah, but as people are for listening, listening purposes, 
Because people will have heard what we record next week before this. Ah. I'm travel. Yeah. So, uh, on behalf of the song, oh, uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Tell everybody you can. And the Suicide Prevention Helpline is 988. You can talk or text. That's right. The world is better with you than absolutely. And uh, on behalf of the Science Patrol, I am Rich Cochran. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Forth, you guys. Take care, everybody. Bring back Buck. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast. <laughs> <laughs>